Welcome to the First Mentor Podcast. Here, you will hear us talk about a variety of topics for the entire family that will hopefully spark a discussion, create a new curiosity, or simply teach you something new. The goal is to inspire you to learn life skills and soft skills not taught in school and prepare you to live an extraordinary life. Come on and spend some time with us on your commute to school or anytime you're free. Hello, mentees and family of mentees. Thanks so much for joining us for another episode of the First Mentor Podcast. And this is your host and mentor, Vanessa Yang. And today, together with her co-hosts, Summer and Ardino99. Today, we will learn some common phrases in our very first foreign language episode, which is Chinese Mandarin, to be very specific. With over 1 billion speakers, it's the most spoken language in the world, besides English. So it's probably helpful to understand and learn to speak at least a few phrases. What do you think? So let's start today's episode right away. And I wanted to thank Summer and Ardino99 for joining me for another episode today. Hi! Hello! And before we jump into learning phrases and a few short sentences, I just wanted to share with you quickly my own experience about learning Chinese growing up. Did you know the term Chinese actually represents multiple languages and dialects? The two most popular and common ones of Chinese languages are Mandarin and Cantonese. You probably heard about those. Although the written language would look like very complicated, unique characters, they're shared all across. Speaking and understanding one of those dialects doesn't guarantee you speak another. I'll give you a very quick example from my own story. Growing up, my parents taught me how to speak Cantonese at home. And that's a Chinese dialect mostly spoken in Hong Kong and the southeast part of China, such as Guangdong and the Guangxi provinces. And based on my own experiences traveling around the world and visiting different Chinatowns, it appears that Cantonese is also spoken at a lot of Chinatowns. I don't know if that was a coincidence, though. Anyways, since I grew up in Germany, my brother and I would always speak German to each other. And of course, with all our friends and teachers at school. But once we got home, we had to speak Cantonese. My mother also speaks Hakka, which is a dialect her family spoke growing up. Now, I never got the chance to learn it because I already grew up with multiple languages. But just to share with you the stark differences, one year when I was about, I think, 10 years old, we went to vacation in the U.S. to visit my grandmother on my mom's side. And my grandmother only speaks Hakka, as far as I can remember. So when we first met, she started speaking to me, and I was extremely confused I had no idea what she was saying, and I didn't want to be rude. So I only stood there and I smiled at her. And eventually, I whispered into my mom's ear asking, what is grandma saying? And I said that in Cantonese to my mom. And I think I said it a little bit too loud because my grandmother stopped talking and gave me a big smile. So I felt a little embarrassed because I couldn't understand what she was saying. She was my own grandparents, and she spoke Chinese, just another dialect. 
Now, when people say Chinese, they generally refer to Mandarin Chinese, which I hardly learned growing up. Maybe a little bit in Chinese school. First of all, I didn't really care much about Chinese when I was younger, and secondly, I was really busy at school with all my German homework, and then learning English, and a few years later Latin, and then French, and a little Spanish over the years. So I was busy enough speaking multiple languages that I had never had the chance to learn Mandarin. But I really regret it right now in my older years. And I probably mentioned to you before in another episode that my parents used to own a Chinese restaurant in our small town of Burghausen in Germany, and there were a few times when we had customers who actually spoke Mandarin, and they saw me because I was a waitress there, and started speaking to me in Chinese. And can you imagine how bad I felt that I finally had to admit I didn't understand what they were saying because I only spoke Cantonese? Yeah, didn't feel good at all, and. They were actually quite confused. So in my adult years, I finally came to realize that I should have paid more attention to Mandarin when I had the chance to do so. As I had kids of my own, and I came to the opportunity to enroll them in a Mandarin immersion program in our elementary school, I didn't hesitate for a moment. Before the summer of COVID nineteen, I actually had to tell people my Mandarin level was. Uh, I would say around preschool level. While my kids were more advanced than me, most definitely. But with the quarantine in place, starting 2020, we started watching a lot more Chinese TV dramas, which truly helped me improve my listening and speaking skills. Probably now reaching the elementary school level, so I improved a few years. Now that you've heard my story and why it's so important to know Mandarin Chinese, let's get started with our lesson for today. So today I'm going to switch the role of becoming actually a student and have Ardina Ninety Nine and Summer teach me a few phrases in Mandarin Chinese. So because we selected some very basic phrases for you, you, our listeners, can learn along with me. I can always use a refresher to improve my pronunciation. And summer's gonna kick it off for us. Before we start, I wanted to mention that in Mandarin there are four different tones. For those new to Mandarin Chinese, it could sound very hard to distinguish or almost the same. When I first started learning Chinese in kindergarten, I remember learning the four tones using the word ma. So, Ardina ninety nine, how do the four tones sound? Ma 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 ma. Ma, 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 ma. Amazing job! Doesn't it sound the same to you? And I just wanted to let everybody know there's four tones, like we mentioned, and each of them actually has a different meaning. So, Summer, can you walk us through what they each mean? When you just say it slightly crooked or slightly different, you can actually say something completely different. Our first tone, ma, means mom. Our second tone is a part of the word sesame, which is jima. Our third tone ma means horse, and our fourth tone ma means scolding. And if you say the tones slightly different, you could literally call your mom a horse. <laughs> yeah, I definitely would not recommend that. So now that we know that the tones are so important, let's get started with learning some new phrases. 
And we're going to start with a very, very basic one, which is hello. Summer, how do you say hello in Mandarin Chinese? 你好,你好. Okay, 你好, right? Yeah. Now, the next one, many times people say good morning. Ardino 99, how do you say good morning? 早上好,早上好. Okay, good morning, 早上好. How about good evening or good night? That one is 晚安. 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 Okay, good evening or good night is 晚安. Next one is thank you. How do you say thank you? 谢谢。谢谢。谢谢. And what about you're welcome? 不客气。不客气。Many times also when we watch Chinese drama, when people go drinking, they cheers. How do you say cheers? Ganbei. Next is I'm sorry. How do you say I'm sorry? 对不起。对不起。对不起. Okay, Sama, how do you say excuse me? 不好意思。不好意思。and of course, another very important phrase to learn is also how to say goodbye. How do you say goodbye in Mandarin? 再见。再见。再见, right? And I know many times when people try to cheer somebody on and wish them good luck, there's a very unique phrase that seems to be used a lot in China. What do they say, Summer? 加油。加油。now, in what situations have you seen people use 加油? Um, when someone's in a competition or in a race, you could see people on the sidelines saying 加油, 加油 to cheer them on and tell them good luck, you can do it. Yeah, or sometimes even in a job interview, right? Or somebody holds a presentation or speech. It could be used in many different situations. Now, next we have a phrase that we use once a year to the same person, which is... Okay. Happy birthday! Yes. So, Ardina99, how do you say happy birthday? 生日快乐。生日快乐. Now, let's break it apart a little bit. The first two words, 生日, what does that mean? 生日 means birthday. Kuala, you, you will hear at the end of a lot of different well wishes. Let's give you an example. How do you say Happy New Year? So as you can hear there, some are used Kuala at the end of Happy Birthday and Happy New Year. So some, I guess, means New Year. Correct. Right? So New Year, Happy. Birthday, Happy. In a way, right? Okay, let's count next. And Ardina99, can you please slowly count for us from 1 to 10? 一、二、三、四、五、六、七、八、九、十。一、二、三、四、五、六。one thing I've noticed while I was taking Chinese classes is actually 
that knowing the numbers are extremely important. It's not just for counting, but also when you use the months or days of the week. I know, like in English or in German and many other languages, January through December have their own unique words. But in Chinese, the numbers come in, and then you add the word "yue." So the word "yue" means month. So in January, it's the first month, and the first number in Chinese is "yi." So you would say "yi yue" means January. "Er yue" February. 三月 March, 四月 April, 五月 May, 六月 June, 七月 July, 八月 August, 九月 September, 十月 October, 十一月 November, 十二月 December. Pretty straightforward, right? Now, Ardino ninety nine, since our Listeners kind of have an idea of the numbers. Let's help them out with the days of the week. Monday is 星期一 Tuesday is 星期二 Wednesday is 星期三 Thursday is 星期四 Friday is 星期五 Saturday is 星期六 But on the last day, which is Sunday, there are two ways to say Sunday. There is 星期天 and 星期日 And just to share with everyone, Xingqi means week. Okay, and now let's go over the pronouns really quick. What are pronouns? I, you, he, she, it, we, you, they, right? And who's gonna walk us through that? Okay, they're all pointing at each other. So let's see if we can do it together. I is 我 you is 你 He, she, it is ta. Although they all sound the same, there are three different meanings and three different written words. We is 我们 You, as in all of you guys, would be 你们 and they would be 他们 And also, let's go over quickly. How do you say China, Ardina ninety nine? China. Right, China. Now, what I know is the word "guo" means country. So, if you hear a lot of different countries in Chinese, you just replace the first word, right? So, Zhong actually, if I remember correctly, it means middle, right? So, middle country. And I know Germany is the guo, correct? Yep. And then, 美国 America, 美国 So, always use a word. And then guo, and that's how you know that's the country. Although this is true for many countries, it doesn't apply to every single country. For example, Japan, which is 日本 you can tell that there's no guo after it. Thanks for that, Summer. Now, what about the word Chinese? How do you say that? Chinese, Chinese, and I believe "wen" means the language, right? So. If you say German, how do you say German? The one. How about English? In one. Okay, as you can see, there's a pattern again. You replace the first word and keep the word "win" at the end, and you have your language. One does not cover all the languages, but most of them. Some of them include Ri Yi, which is Japanese, 
and 西班牙语, which means Spanish. Got it. Okay, next, we go out. And I know we love to eat, as you probably heard in prior episodes. So, Samba, how do you express when something is really delicious or very yummy? You can say 好吃 or 特别好吃. What's the difference? 好吃 means like yummy, and then 特别 means like super. So you can say super yummy, 特别好吃. And we also want to teach you how to say one of Summer's favorite phrase that I hear from her every day, which is, I'm hungry. How do you say that? 我饿了。我饿了。我饿了。Ardino, 我饿了。Ardino, how do you say eat in Chinese? Eat would be 吃. But many times we also say 吃饭, right? What does that mean literally translated? Eating rice. Yes, even though it's literally translated to eating rice, it many times just means to eat. Next, let's go over the colors really quick. And who wants to walk through the colors for us? Color means sa. So after each color, you would add a sa. For example, red would be hong sa. Green would be lu sa. Blue would be lan sa. Yellow would be huang se, black would be hei se, white would be bai se, gray would be hui se, brown would be kafei se, pink would be fen hong se, purple would be zi se, and orange would be cheng se. There is also another way to say brown, which is zhong se. So you have kafei se and zhong se. Now, I know some of you would love to go to China one day, or maybe you have been already, and people start talking to you in Mandarin, and you want to tell them, hey, I actually don't speak Chinese. Um, do you speak English by any chance, right? And let's learn that phrase. Who can teach us how to say, I don't speak Chinese? 我中文不好. Which literally means my Chinese is not good, right? Some, what's another way of saying I don't speak Chinese. Another way to say I don't speak Chinese is 我不会说中文。我不会说中文. That means I don't speak Chinese literally. And if you want to ask them back if they speak English, what would you say? 你会说英文吗? 你会说英文吗? Does anybody recognize Ingwen? Because we mentioned that earlier, right? That's English. So SRDino99 just taught us. Do you speak any English? Now, let's also go over some of the common phrases. When you see somebody, you're going to say, how are you? And the other person is going to answer normally, I'm fine, I'm well. So let's have Summer and Adino 99 just have that very quick dialogue with us. 你好吗? 我很好,谢谢. Ardino, when you say 你好吗, what did you say? How are you? And Summer, what did you respond with? 我很好,谢谢。我很好,谢谢. Which means? I am very well, thank you. Yes, thank you is an important one. 谢谢. Another first I learned when I learn a new language is also asking somebody about their name. So you normally start with, what's your name? And the other person answers, my name is so-and-so. Now, also, let's listen to the very quick conversation here. 你叫什么名字? 我叫 
Ardino ninety nine. 你叫什么名字？我叫 Ardino ninety nine. Okay, you probably could have guessed what the conversation is about, right? Another very popular phrase is asking people about their age because you just want to get an idea if they're close to you, right? So, how old are you? And you normally answer with "I am X years old." Let's listen to that. 你几岁？我三岁。你几岁？我三岁。So I don't know if you remember your numbers, but Ardino ninety nine answer with 我三岁。我三岁。So how old is he? 三 Do you remember the numbers? Three. I know he's not three, but that's a good one to learn. <laughs> okay, really quick. Next, when you listen to Chinese people speak, they obviously call their mom, their dads, their brothers and sister, or grandparents. So we just wanted to give you a very quick, high-level lesson on those words. Now, mom or mother, how do you call her? Mama, mama. How about your dad? Papa. Papa. Now, this is where the easy part ends. In Chinese, it becomes more complicated, and the next easier one is brother or sister, and you have to distinguish between younger brother or older brother. So, Ardina ninety nine, help us out here. Your older brother would be Gaga, Gaga, and your younger brother would be Didi. Didi, Summer, help us with the sister. So for your older sister, she would be your 姐姐姐姐 and little sister is 妹妹妹妹 That's the next easiest. Now we're gonna step it up one more level. Your grandparents, and here you also distinguish your grandparents, whether it's your grandparents from your mom's side or your grandparents from your dad's side. Different words for each of them. Ardino ninety nine. Which one do you want to go over for us? On the dad side, I would call my grandfather yeah yeah, and I would call my grandmother nai nai. And then on my mom's side, I would call my grandpa wai gong, and grandma wai po. And next, I just wanted to explain and go over aunts and uncles with you guys. This is extremely complicated. I have to say, even though I learned it in Cantonese as a little girl, I was so confused because there's distinctions between aunts and uncles. For number one, are they on your mom's side or your dad's side? Number two, are they older than your mom, younger than your mom, older than your dad, younger than your dad? And number three, are they? Your blood aunt and uncle, or they married into the family. Now, considering all of this, you have tons of words for uncles and aunties. Too complicated for our very first lesson, but I believe Summer would like to give us just a few examples, like maybe the most common one that you would hear. Although in China or in Asian culture in general, you would call your parents' friends 叔叔 and 阿姨 But technically, 叔叔 is your dad's younger brother, and 阿姨 is your mom's younger sister. Yes, but you can also, like Summer mentioned earlier, call 叔叔 your parents' friends, like the male person, and 阿姨 the female person, right? So if I have a really good friend, 
Some would call them ayi or shushu. I know, very complicated. Like I said, I've spoken Cantonese many years and sometimes I have to think. Because once you go another generation now, not the immediate, it becomes even more complicated and we don't want to go there. Now, let's wrap up with two more phrases. I've learned this a lot when we kind of speak very casually and how you address a person that you don't really know, like a girl or woman or a guy or a man, you normally try to give them a compliment and you would call a girl many times pretty girl and a guy handsome guy. Now, how do you address them? So for pretty girl, you can address them as mei nu and for handsome guy could be shuai ge, pretty girl, mei nu, handsome guy, shuai ge. Now, I know we went to a lot of phrases in Mandarin Chinese today. We don't want to overwhelm you guys. But that's hopefully a start next time you listen in to a conversation. Hopefully you can pick up a few of these phrases and also feel free to listen to this episode over and over again to pick up and remember and use some of these phrases. Now I wanted to thank Summer and Ardina99 for being my teachers today and help us out here. Thanks guys. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Hope you enjoyed learning some Mandarin Chinese words and phrases with us today. As I mentioned before, knowing just a few simple words in the language of another person helps you connect with a stranger so much faster, as they're either surprised or truly appreciate your efforts. And we at First Mentor Podcast truly appreciate your continued support. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe Share this information with your friends and family. Leave us some feedback on Apple Podcasts, Facebook, or Instagram. Or if you really want to encourage us to continue this podcast, buy us a boba tea through buymeacoffee.com forward slash first mentor street. And thanks so much again for spending time with us today. And we'll speak to you in the next episode. Have an amazing week. Mm-hmm.